What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Wild Eye Network where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them. Why and how they started their profession so that you could find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Christy Budnick. Now, Christy serves as the CEO of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, a global residential real estate brokerage franchise network. Now, in her role, Christy oversees the global real estate brokerage franchise network, which is made up of more than 50,000 real estate professionals and nearly 1,500 offices through the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Europe, Middle East, and India. So Christy has a lot to share with us here today. So Christy, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed, Kojo. All right, Christy, (laughs) how are we feeling today? Fantastic. Couldn't be better. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, Christy, there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people out there listening right now who are real, real, real eager to figure out the formula, to figure out the recipe, to figure out the way of real estate and Christy, I'm going to go ahead and dive right into that question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And that is why. Why did you become a CEO? Well, I I think that starts back um, many years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, My career in real estate actually began at the age of 11. Mm. And that was when my mother entered real estate sales. Um, by that time, it was just my mom, my sister and me. So she you know, was a, a single mom mm-hmm. and we supported her in her career as marketing assistants. We worked open houses with her. We walked neighborhoods, anything that was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly a family business. Mm-hmm. So by the time I went to college and you're going to get a kick out of this, mm-hmm. I knew that there was one thing I absolutely did not want to do. Mm. And that was real estate. <laughs> <laughs> but at that same time, My mother launched our company, which is Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Florida Network Realty Mm -hmm. in 1988. Mm -hmm. And so it took a while to come around. But one of the things that I'll say about real estate is it has a way of getting in your blood and staying there. Mm. And there is no better feeling than helping a family or people, just people in general, find their dream home, find their move up home. Um, helping them relocate to be closer to um, other people that are important to them. Uh And that just really stayed with me all of those years. So Uh 19 years ago, I, um, after working in consumer finance with uh, various banks, um, I talked with my mom and and we said, you know what, now is the time for me to enter the family business. Uh And so from there, you know, that's, that's kind of the history Mm. So it, it is kind of funny, though. It, mm. it wasn't something that I was um, searching after. Mm, mm, mm. And it's speaking of searching after, here's what I want from you. So right now you're at the top of the totem pole, right? You have accomplished what most people dream about. 
take me back to the bottom. Take me back to day one. What was your process like that brought you here today? (laughs) Well, um, so it wasn't. uh, So the process was my mom and I sitting at the kitchen table and saying, okay, I think I think we're ready to do this. I think this will be good. Mm. And then she looked at me and she said, what if I have to fire you? That would be horrible. Mm. You know, Sunday dinner would be very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very real dialogue. And mm-hmm. that next day we went um, to the office and I was announced as the leader of the office. Mm-hmm. And I had had a, by that time, a great deal of leadership experience in the bank. I led the sales and uh, leadership uh, training for con- consumer finance across the nation. Mm-hmm. And um, so there, there was an introduction and I was literally just left to um, kind of figure out my way. I had, you know, mentors that I could certainly reach out to, but because I did have a breadth of experience, just being around my mom and learning and absorbing through her, um, a lot of it was just somewhat intuitive, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that answer right there. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you right here. So I know I told you to bring it back, but I'm going to ask you to bring it back even more than that. And I'm going to ask you, what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you do today? Yeah. So again, that really began with at that young age of 11, Mm -hmm. seeing my mother's work ethic and Mm -hmm. her work ethic, she instilled in my sister and me Mm. And there were, there were no room for excuses. You know, Mm. we didn't have much of anything Mm -hmm. uh, back then. Mm -hmm. And so the entire family had to really work hard together Mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, the whole family succeeded. Mm -hmm. And um, the other piece that I would say that's really always been important um, and and has really been a a foundational block for me Mm -hmm. um, and our family is uh, giving back to the community, being part of something bigger than you, Mm -hmm. um, recognizing all that the community gives to us and making sure that we're giving back in in ways of charity, money, time, um, all of those different things. Mm -hmm. So I would really say that my childhood habits were formed very early on um, by a very strong work ethic. Mm -hmm. a a no excuses um, (laughs) lifestyle Mm -hmm. and making sure that we um, always gave back to the community. Even when we had very little, Mm -hmm. we made sure we gave back because we had more than somebody else had. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that answer right there, especially, especially, especially that last part about giving back, no matter how much it is, you never know what your little debt does to somebody else, honestly. So I absolutely love that answer right there. Now, Christy, what is an average day like for you today? So I've been in this new CEO role for the last 60 days, Mm -hmm. and it has definitely been a whirlwind, Mm -hmm. um, getting up to speed, as you can only imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do start my day very early. It's typically somewhere between 4 and 5 Mm a.m. And the reason that I do that is I like to use the first few hours of the day to work on projects, presentations, um, really things that need some quiet thinking time. Mm -hmm. From there, I go and spend time with my daughter and my husband during breakfast. Mm -hmm. And by 8 o'clock, I'm off and running, you know, Mm -hmm. hitting the ground running. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, the last 60 days has been spent on Zoom meetings, team meetings, getting to know my team, 
uh, reaching out to our top 50 brokerages to hear what's important to them Mm -hmm. um, and setting the course for our future, really. Mm -hmm. So the days are long right now. They're 12 to 14 hours, Mm -hmm. but they're so packed with productivity that honestly, I look at the clock at the end of the day, it's seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. and I'm stunned to see how late it is. So Mm -hmm. um, I I know that that routine will not, it it, it will eventually settle into probably closer to 10 to 12 hour days, Mm -hmm. but it is very, um, it's a very fast pace right now, but honestly, that's the way I like it too. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love that answer right there was transitions perfectly into my next question. And that is, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? So there are many, many things that I love about what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, really interacting with our franchise network. And over the last 30 days, I've reached out to the top 25 um, and and really wanting to learn from them, hear from them. What is it we're doing well? What could we be doing better? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'm I'm just getting some really great communication with the team. Mm -hmm. Um, The other part that I love is working with my um, home services franchise team. Mm -hmm. Um, They are just dynamite people, Mm -hmm. extremely committed. They Mm -hmm. want to do their very best work for the network. Mm -hmm. So I I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that I love, though, is also spending time with family. Mm -hmm. And that was something when I accepted this role that it was really important. Um, Gino Blafari is our chairman of um, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And uh, one of the things that I shared with him is, you know, I have a 10-year-old daughter. I had a daughter later in life. My husband and I have been married 25 years and my family is extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. So being able to have some sort of balance, you know, taking vacations with my family, making Mm -hmm. sure that if she has a recital that I'm able to make it to that, Mm -hmm. um, all of those sorts of things are extremely important to me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Christy, I absolutely loved that answer right there. Unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? Uh, I, I had a hard time on this question mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I, I truly feel so blessed and so grateful to be in my role. Um, the, the one thing I'll say, I do not like being around people that are negative. If your cup is half empty, find a way to fill it. You know, put, mm-hmm. Make sure that you put yourself in a position where you are around other positive people and it will lift your energy. There is nothing worse than a, an energy sucker um, mm. of negativity. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I, I make sure that I take myself out of those situations. I just won't do it. I don't have time for negativity. The other thing I don't like, I don't like lima beans. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> since we're, listen, since we are on a rant about, about what we don't like, lima beans was a good, was a good uh, yeah. something to put in there. I love that, Christy. <laughs> I absolutely love that. But no, uh, seriously, though, Christy, that negativity thing is a serious, serious, serious epidemic up in this country. And honestly, you can get it from any you can get negativity from anybody. It could come from anywhere. It could come from coworkers. It could come from your boss. It could come from your family. And that's the worst. That is the worst. That is the worst. When you when you're when you're trying to do something positive for yourself. And you're telling your 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 family, a family member, your future plans, and they're just negative. They're just dragging all over your future. They're talking about what you're not doing, what's not going to happen. Honestly, I can a thousand percent relate to that <laughs> answer right there, Christy. I absolutely love that answer right there. Now, Christy, 
Well, in Kojo, you know, you just worked, remarked on something that I, I'd like to just jump on for a second. Of course. And, and by the way, I love your energy. You just mm. have such fabulous energy. I can tell that your cup is flowing over. Um, but what it's funny when I when I was offered the position of CEO, mm -hmm. I um, immediately sat down with my husband and talked with him, mm -hmm. and he was elated. Um, mm. I, I'm so fortunate that I have a, a, an entire family that mm. truly believes in me, supports me. But the other thing I did, to your point, I sat down with my daughter too, mm. and I had a conversation with her and said, you know, mom's work schedule is going to change a little bit. I'm going to have to travel more. Mm -hmm. um, my days will be a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. And she was so excited. She said her exact words were, my mom is CEO of the world. And mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that, that means a lot to me too, because there are a lot of young women who, you know, especially when I was growing up, mm. women didn't think about necessarily being a CEO of mm. a company. They that had no role models. They had yeah, no role models. Exactly. There was nobody to look up to like a Christy Budnick who, who is well, doing her thing. Exactly. I, I was very fortunate that I did have that role model. My mm -hmm. mom became CEO of our company mm -hmm. um, when I was uh, just 17 years old going off to college. Mm -hmm. And she had always made us believe that we could achieve anything we wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that wasn't the case for a lot of people. And I, and I was really fortunate to have that role model. And I'm, I'm grateful to be that role model, model for others as well. And Christy, you know, this podcast is in over 60 countries over a thousand cities. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of people who tune into this tune into this because they don't have a mentor. They don't have a role model. They don't have somebody who, who they can look up to and be like, you know, uh, you can do it. So Christy, for those people who don't have it, please just give them a quick word of motivation. Cause I know you just, you just, uh, you know, pause to say that. I just want you to tell them, tell everybody out there listening right now, you can do it. You, you have the potential. You have the potential to do it. Anybody can come from anywhere and become anything that they want to be. That is the only goal of this podcast to let you know that you have everything that you need within you already in order to accomplish any dream that you want. And that is absolutely. all the only goal. So Christy, I absolutely love that right there. Now, this next question right here is now wait did i i, I asked you uh what, what the average day was like already or did i not or yes did i did. ask you and i asked you what you enjoyed the most and i asked you what you enjoyed the least so yep. again this question right here christy is my absolute favorite and that is do you think that grades matter in school for the success that you have in your career today so I believe that a person's commitment to school can be indicative of success in future careers, mm -hmm. but I don't believe that strong school grades have a direct correlation to future success. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, it's more about finding something you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And once you've found that passion, the commitment is almost naturally there and success follows. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's more about commitment than it is about grades or about attending a particular school um, or anything like that. It, it's finding mm. what you love, something that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning and get excited about, um, and that you wake up. I, I mean, I wake up at 3 a.m. often with 3 a.m. thoughts about how can I make this better? What can I do to you know change this aspect of what we're doing? Mm. That's the kind of passion that you want to find for what you do, because mm. if you find that passion, you will be successful. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. And you won't just be successful, but you will also love doing what you're doing. So find, find something that you love the process of doing. And trust me, everything else will take care of itself. You just have, you may have to wait for your blessings. You may have to wait to get, get the car you want. You may have to wait to get the house you want, but it's Absolutely. only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. You won't get it out, out the gate. You won't get it out the gate. You won't get it immediately. Nothing happens overnight in life. No, but and I, as a matter of fact, Kojo, it's funny The when I came out of the banking world, mm-hmm. I actually took a demotion to take my position with the real estate company. Mm-hmm. But I knew that it was my passion. It was mm. something that I was I had missed terribly. Mm-hmm. So I took about a thirty thousand dollar pay cut, and mm. I was only making a little over eighty to begin with. Mm-hmm. So at that time, so that you know that was quite a pay cut, but mm. it was well worth it mm. because it was exactly what I was passionate about. I was mm-hmm. excited mm-hmm. to get back into real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I again, I absolutely love that answer right there. Now, Christy. I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit because this word gets tossed around a little willy nilly. And that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? My, I am devoted to making people feel good, mm. to recognizing talent in people that may not recognize it in themselves mm-hmm. and challenge them to, um, to reach, reach their full higher, potential. What's that? their full potential. Yeah, exactly. To reach their full potential. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been told repeatedly from others that I I do. um, I've made an impact in in people's lives. And that makes me that makes me really happy. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that right there. And again, Christy is a perfect, perfect, perfect fit for this podcast, because, again, she has been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. But we are down to that last question. And that is, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that one piece of advice be? There is no such thing as a shortcut Mm. in life or in work. You have to do the hard work and the results follow. Mm. So that that is really a mantra that I have followed my entire life. And, mm. and I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. Mm, mm, mm. And again, that 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 right there, it doesn't need anything added on to it. It doesn't need I, I, I don't have to add any any anything to that right there. That was everything that you needed to know. There are no shortcuts in life. You can't take the elevators to success. The only way up is the stairs. Start at That's level right. one work your way up. You don't ever want to start at the top. You don't ever, starting at the top is never a good idea. Have you ever tried to play a video game at level 10 and you just picked it up? (laughs) You never played that video game before, but you just picked it up and you just tried to play it at level 10. And you were like, dang, I'm getting my butt kicked. I wish I could start. I wish I started at level one right now, you know, just so I knew the basic controls, the fundamentals. That's how life is. That is exactly how life is. You need to start at the bottom. Start from them stairs and work your way up. So, and again, Christy has been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. Now, Christy, I need one more thing from you before I leave. One more thing. That is something, anything that I can leave down in the link in the description below. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media link. I don't even care if it is a book, something that I can leave down in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. 
please shout out and promote it now. So if anybody wants to get in touch with me, please reach out to me on our website at BerkshireHathawayHomeServices.com or through Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. I'd love to touch base and connect with anyone that is interested. And please, 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 folks, hit that link in the description below, because again, there is nobody else, nobody else that is going to give you the advice that Christy gave you here today, folks. And I have to thank her once again for coming on the podcast. She has been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice. And I could not have asked for better answers from anybody else today. So, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Christy helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap.